Hi, I'm Elder Shanina Walker, and thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today on our Let's Wrap readings, we want to talk on the subject of God has a plan. Our scripture today is going to be coming from a very familiar passage, Jeremiah 29 and 11. I will be reading from the International Version. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Let's wrap. We know by reading the scripture that um, Jeremiah uh, chapter 29 is one of Jeremiah's letters to the captives. And Jeremiah is encouraging those who are in captivity. This particular letter is a correspondence between Jeremiah in Jerusalem and the exiled that are in Babylon. Um, he was encouraging them and letting them know, if you go down to the 10th verse, it says, For thus says the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you, perform my good word towards you, and cause you to return unto this place. And the 11th verse of Jeremiah 29, 11 reads, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So we see that Jeremiah was writing the letter uh, to those that were in captive in Babylon. He was not only just writing the letter, but he was encouraging them because they had to be, begin to live as though they were not going to be living the full 70 years in captivity in Babylon. Consequently, uh, throughout this letter, Jeremiah had to reaffirm them who were in exile that not only would it last 70 years, but he also challenged them to accept it and to live accordingly. Now, the Lord had begun to tell them that while they were in Babylon to begin to pray for Babylon, um, he didn't want them to lose their identity, but he wanted them to understand that they would be in captivity the full 70 years. Now, in the fourth, fourth verse, we read, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are in captivity carried away, um, whom I caused to be carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon. He went on to tell them, it was me that caused this to happen to you. In other words, this was not by happenstance that you found yourself now in the city of Babylon. He went on to tell them that while you're here, you might as well get comfortable. In other words, he said, build ye houses and dwell in them, plant gardens, eat fruits. He began to tell them to take wives, begot sons and daughters. He went on to let them know to seek peace uh, in the city in which I have caused you to be carried away in captivity and pray unto the Lord for it. He said, in peace thereof, you shall find peace or you shall have peace. He went on to tell them to, to make yourself comfortable while you're in Babylon, because uh, this is going to be a, this ain't going to be no quick uh, come out. You know, a lot of times we get ourselves in situations or circumstances that we find ourselves over in a Babylon situation and we want to come out immediately. But God was beginning to tell them, no, you're not going to come out of this thing quickly. You're going to go through this thing the whole uh, full 70 years. But then in the 10th verse, he went on to say that after the 70 years are accomplished, I will visit you. So this word is for somebody today, no matter what it is you're going through, no matter what it is you're in right now, whatever your Babylon is for you, after that 70 years has been accomplished, God is going to visit you. Now we know the word accomplished means to fulfill, 
to complete. So how many out there know today that God is trying to bring about some fulfillment in your life? God is trying to complete some things in you. So sometimes we have to go into Babylon in order for us to become complete, in order for us to become fulfilled for God's purpose and for God's glory. The word went on to say that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you. So don't fear because God is going to come back and visit you. He has not forgotten you. He knows you're in the situation of Babylon. He knows where he sent you off into captivity to. Just know that you're not alone, that God is right there in the midst of the situation with you. How do I know that you're not alone? In the 11th verse, Jeremiah began to speak to the ones in captivity, letting them know that the Lord said, for I know the plans I have for you. So in other words, God has a plan. No doubt the children of Israel had their own plan. Uh, they had assumed in their mind that they weren't going to be there long, but God came back to tell them to, to get comfortable. He, he, went, he went on to tell them to go ahead and build houses, go ahead and take wives. He said, not because uh, you have a plan, but God said, for I know, I know the plans I have for you. Now we know to know means to be aware of, to perceive um, directly, to have understanding of. Now we know through the word that God is omniscient. He's all knowing. He's aware of our past, our present, our future. Nothing takes God by surprise. Um, so he went on to let the children of Israel know, for I, God, I know the plans I have towards you. Now we begin to look at the word plan. A plan is a written account of intended future course of action aimed at achieving a specific goal or object within a specific time frame. So God was letting the children of Israel know that I'm the one that has the plan. I'm the one know the written course of action that I'm setting for your life. I know the intended future that I have for you. I know the specific goal, the objective, and the time frame in which I want to bring you out of this situation. They thought they would be there for a short period of time. God said, not so. This is going to last 70 years. The full 70 years will be accomplished. So I again encourage you that God already knows. He knows where you are. He knows the intended time frame. He wants to bring you through the situation you're in. He knows the specific objective and the goal that he wants to bring out of you while you're in the situation. Now we begin to look at also what a plan is. A plan is something that is explained in detail what is needed to be done. A plan does not only explain what needs to be done, but it also explains when it needs to be done, how it needs to be done, and by whom it needs to be done. It can often include, include best case, expected case, or worst case scenario. So whenever uh, there's a plan set over your life, and we got to understand that only God knows the plan that he has for us. The Bible tells us that many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail. So a lot of times we go about setting up our little plan, our little thoughts, but it is the Lord's plan. God knows what needs to be done. He knows when it needs to be done, how it needs to be done, and who he going to use to get his plan to come across. In this case, it was Babylon. The children of Israel found themselves in captivity in Babylon in order for God to bring out his purpose and his plan in the lives of the children of Israel. Again, it can also include best case expect the case or worst case scenario uh, to them. This was probably the worst case scenario, but God went on to let them know to get comfortable, build houses, take wives. Don't be afraid. Uh, you might as well relax and enjoy the ride. In other words, he also went on to tell them in this particular scripture, he said, for I know the plans I have for you, Israel, 
declares the Lord. When we look at the word declare, declare means to acknowledge possession of, to proclaim. So God said, you are my possession. I'm declaring this today that I know the plans I have toward you. And guess what? The plans that I have toward you, children of Israel, there are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. When we think about the word prosper, we begin to look at to thrive. The word prosper also means progress, to make successful, succeed in material terms, to be financially successful, to flourish physically, to grow strong and healthy. God began to tell them to build houses, to dwell in them, to plant gardens, to eat to, to eat fruit of them. He began to take wives. God, God said, I'm going to prosper I'm going to prosper you right in the middle of your Babylonian situation. So this is encouraging to somebody today, whoever on the side of my voice, wherever you are, whatever Babylon situation you're finding yourself in, stop fighting the process. God is going to prosper you right in the middle of your Babylon situation. No matter what it is, just know that God is going to prosper you. He's going to thrive you right in the midst of it. He's going to progress you. He's going to make you successful. He's going to allow you to thrive right in the midst of the situation and the circumstance that you're going through. God let the children of Israel know that I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you. We know to harm means physical injury, deliberately afflict, hurt or pain, trauma or abuse. God said, I'm not here to harm you. I'm not uh, here to deliberately inflict or to hurt you to cause you trauma or abuse but i need to bring out my purpose i need uh to fulfill and complete that thing in you that i know that's going to bring me glory that i know that you'll be able to use to reach others he went on to let them know in this particular scripture jeremiah 29 and 11 he said i plan to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future. We know that hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. A desire, a wish, an ambition, an aim, a goal, or a plan, a feeling of trust. You see, God already knows, as I stated before, God is omniscient. He already knows our future. He knows exactly what's in your heart because he said he knows the desires of our heart and he will give us the desires of our heart. But sometimes we don't want to go through our Babylon situation in order to get to the goals of our heart or get to the desires of our heart. We just think that we ought to snap our fingers and this thing is going to happen overnight for us. But no, you got to go through some things. You got to go through some situations sometimes. And God knows what it would take the children of Israel to come through. They have to go through their Babylon situation in order to get to that desire, to that uh, aim, to that goal, to that plan. Our plan and our heart had to line up with God's purpose. Once the plan in our heart, again, remember, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that will prevail. So when our plan meets purpose, that's when things can begin to happen in our lives. God's word began to say, I come not only to give you a hope, but I come to give you a future. The word future means later time, going or likely to happen or exist. Only God knows our future. He knows the hope and the plan that he has for us in the future. So you can best believe, and I want you to trust that God knows the plans he has for you. He said, I declare this. The Lord declares he has plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. Let's apply. When I begin to look over this scripture, Jeremiah 29 and 11, I can truly say that God has made this scripture come alive in my life. Um, I truly believe that I have seen the fulfillment in my life of Jeremiah 29 and 11. 
for I know the plans I have for you, Shanina, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope. When I begin to look at this description, I go back in my mind and I begin to think back even from the time when I was a child. And I'm going to try to get through this without um, getting too emotional. Many of you have already heard my testimony and you know that I grew up and I uh, suffered as a young child some trauma. And growing up in a situation where I was um, sexually abused and not really knowing how to deal with that situation. And when I began to look at Jeremiah 29 and 11 and the Lord's declaring that his plans for my life was to prosper me and not to harm me. But growing up as a child and, and as a young teen, not really understanding the totality of the situation that I had been subjected to and the mental anguish and the um, oppression and depression and the fear that I lived under for so many years, it, it didn't feel like God's plan was to prosper me. It, it felt more like, why was I created? Why did you allow this innocent child to have to go through the things that you did? For years, I couldn't understand it. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And it just seemed like again and again, um, although God's word is declaring that he knew the plans that he had for me, the plans were to prosper me and not to harm me. As a child and as a young lady, all we ever want is love. We just want to be loved. We want that um, purity uh, from our family members. We want the, the, that fatherly love, that, that daddy love. And I found myself getting in a situation uh, with my now husband where I found myself even in a, a, a physical abusive relationship. So it just went from one extreme to the other. And again, when you look at the word harm, it means physical injury, hurt, pain, trauma, and abuse. And thus far, from the time I was a child up to the time when I'm um, in my young adult life, I, I felt nothing but physical hurt, trauma, pain, and abuse. So that's all I knew was to live in fear, to live in anxiety, to live in oppression and depression. Um, so I still yet was searching and wondering, God, where is the plan that you promised to prosper me and not to harm me? Uh, but how many know that God has an appointed time? God has an, a, a plan for our life. And again, when we think about the word plan, God's plan for my life was explained in detail. He knew exactly what needed to be done, how it needed to be done, and by whom it needed to be done. Best case, expected case, or worst case scenarios. In my case, it was the worst case scenario as well. But God knew exactly what he needed to do in my life to bring me to the place where I am right now. And when it goes to talking about God knows the time frame in which he want a thing to go on. I remember we first moved um, from Georgia uh, my life was in total turmoil. Uh, I was trying to deal with the residue of my past of being abused as a child, not really knowing how to process that. I, I began to uh, deal with the turmoil that my marriage was now in, my family, my ministry was in jeopardy. And from 1998 uh, to 19 uh, to 2004, six years for six long years, I began to go through my Babylon situation and it took, it took six years. And in the seventh year, 
in the seven year, God began to do a new work in my life and, and do a new work in my marriage and do a new work in my family and, in my, and begin to new, do a new work in my ministry. I reminded that our plan was to leave Georgia. Um, to leave Georgia to save our marriage, to save our family. But little did I know God had another plan. It's always been my desire to have a happy and successful marriage. But how many know we have to go through our Babylon situation in order to get or in order for God to fulfill or complete what it is in us he wants to bring out. So I truly believe that the plan that God has for my life far exceeds anything I could ever think or imagine um, that would ever happen in my life. My plan uh, was just to escape Georgia uh, for my family and for my marriage. But how many know that God's plan is great and God see our future? God brought me here to heal me. God brought me here to, to heal my uh, past childhood. God brought me here to heal my family. God brought us here to save my husband's life. God brought us here that we might have a future and a hope that I might be here today to be able to speak to you about Jeremiah 29 and 11 for God knows the plans that he has for you. God knows the plans that he has for me and the plan that he has for us is to prosper us, not to harm us. Even though the situation that we're in, the situation that we went through may be our Babylonian situation where it looks blim and it looks bleak and it looks like there's no way out. This looked like there's many times, many times I want to give up many times I wanted to just throw in the towel but God knows the plans he have and that plan was to give us a hope to give us a future and I can truly say today that God has blessed us beyond measure God has truly fulfilled Jeremiah 29 and 11 in my life where he says my plan is to prosper you truly God is uh, prospering us right here in the city of Delaware where he's allowing us to thrive and he's allowing us to progress uh, He's doing just what he said he would do in his word. He's making us successful where our businesses are successful and, and financially we're uh, stable and we're blessed. And, and he's also causing us to flourish physically where um, he continued to keep us strong and he's growing us and he, he's keeping us healthy. Our marriage is at a place where I never, ever thought it could possibly be in my life. But God, only God, nothing that we've done is only through the grace of God and God is uh fulfilling his promises that he made. He said, for I know the plans I have toward you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope. I can truly say today that I am so excited about the hope that God has set before me. I am so excited about the future that God has put in place for me and my family. I encourage you today, I urge you today that no matter what it is you're going through, no matter what Babylonian situation you're finding yourself in right now, I encourage you to trust and believe that God knows the plans he has for you. His plan is to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you today. God, I thank you for this word. God, I thank you for Jeremiah 29 and 11. Because only you, God, know the plans that you think towards us. God, only you know our future. God, we thank you that no matter what we're going through and no matter what it looks like, God, your word is true. You did not come to harm us, oh God, but you come to prosper us. Lord, we just love you today and we praise you. We give it all to you, God. Help us, God, in the midst of our situation to understand, God, that it may not be a quick come out, God, that we might just have to go 
go through, God, for a period of time, God, but your time is precise, God. You're never too late, God, but you're always on time. Lord, we love you. We magnify you. We praise you. We love you, God. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives, oh God. We thank you for where you're bringing us to. God, most of all, we thank you for Romans 8 and 28, knowing that all things work to good for those that love you, those who are the call according to your purpose. Lord, we know that we are the call and we know that you're working it all out, all things for our good. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As always, thank you for joining us on Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until next time, have a blessed day.